consider anew, the daily micro-podcast that invites you to discover something new or see a familiar thing in a new way. On each episode, I share a quote that I think is interesting or important. I share why it resonated with me and why I think it's especially relevant today. And then I invite you to see how any of this hits you, how any of it might be valuable in your world. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Crawford. Welcome. Hello. Hey there. How are you? Happy Monday to you. Today is March 29th, 2021, and I am glad that you are here. Today's quote comes from a book called Weapons of Math Destruction, How Big Data Increases Inequality and Threatens Democracy. And it was written by Kathy O'Neill and published in 2017. And as I have mentioned before on this podcast, I am working on a project uh, with some colleagues exploring technology and quantum theory and data uh, and anti-racism. And this is a book that was recommended to us to read, and I'm really glad. Uh, It is fascinating, kind of a deep dive into big data and algorithms. And for anybody interested in either of those topics or anything related to technology moving forward, definitely recommend checking it out. And the quote today comes from page 155, and it goes like this. The world is dominated by automatic systems chomping away on our error-ridden dossiers. They urgently require the context, common sense, and fairness that only humans can provide. However, if we leave this issue to the marketplace, which prizes efficiency, growth, and cash flow, while tolerating a certain degree of errors, meddling humans will be instructed to stand clear of the machinery. So this has me thinking about the role that humans play in the systems that govern our lives. So systems like employment and housing and healthcare and finance. Uh, and you know, there's a trend towards increasing reliance on technology and software and a reduction in reliance on humans to do the work. And so the collective we is allowing or acquiescing to the prioritization of efficiency and cost reductions. And so I, you know, think about the potential consequences of this. Um, I think about the relative ease with which we can apply for jobs or a new apartment or find healthcare all online. Today's internet and software tools make that possible, which has expanded access to a richer diversity of opportunities and options to more people. And this feels like a good thing. Uh, And I think about how some kinds of bias and discrimination have been eliminated or at least reduced, with the help of legislation that happens with racist landlords or misogynist employers. And to be clear, bias and discrimination still exist in lots of places. I'm simply saying that some systems have helped to reduce those effects. Uh, And all that said, with the acceleration and expansion of technology and software, fewer people are involved in the meat of the decision-making. So, for example, when in the past... Employers would have poured over applications by hand. Now, for many roles, software and algorithms analyze them first and decide which ones move on for actual people to review. And a similar kind of thing happens when applying for a loan or applying to college. And so, you know, what's it mean for all of us when people are removed from more and more of the decision-making? What's it mean when neighbors and, and people that you might meet in person are replaced by engineers and tech company leaders, you know, miles, miles away. Uh, 
And I'm worried that uh, it means that our humanity, be it as individuals and kind of who we are, as communities, you know, interpersonally uh, and societally in the broader sense, I'm worried that aspects of our humanity will be lessened to such a degree that, you know, we become incapable of seeing one another and, and of realizing our fullest human potential, um, again, as individuals, as communities, and as global residents and stewards. Uh, I want to leave you with three things today. The first is a person uh, named Dr. Ruha Benjamin. She is a Princeton University professor, uh, the author of a bunch of books on society and technology and race, uh, and you got to check her out. Um, especially her most recent book, Race After Technology, which is at the top of my books to read list. Uh, second, a woman named Leah Zaidi. She is a futurist, storyteller, foresight practitioner. I heard her speak recently at a, uh, a Stanford D School event, and I was just blown away. I took a zillion screenshots uh, and had a million tabs open looking uh, looking up all the different things that she was talking about. So definitely recommend checking her out. Uh, and lastly, uh, an organization called Future Today Institute, which Zaidi is a part of. Uh, but it's a really interesting organization that helps other organizations prepare for the future. And so they just put out a trends report for 2021, uh, which looks across a range of kind of technology areas and industries, so healthcare and AI and culture really interesting uh, to check out. And so definitely recommend that. Links for everything as always uh, will be in the show notes. And so take a look at those and I will leave it here. Have a good Monday. Catch you soon. That wraps this episode of Consider Anew. Check out the show notes for links and other details. And if you liked what you heard and you're willing to help the podcast out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if there's someone in your world who you think might appreciate this episode, do them a favor and send it their way. Thanks to Michael Lipset of Past Health Stories for Thought Partnership. And thanks to you for tuning in. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Say hello on Twitter. I'm at MJCraw. And connect with me at www.mjcraw.com. And until next time, consider anew.